You are now listening to Wave a Sound. Welcome to episode 79 of Versus Mike History. I am your host, Michael History. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you choose to listen. And if we are on your preferred platform, let us know and we'll do our best to change that. For premier access to Versus Mike History content, join our members-only subscription tier on VersusMikeHistory.com. America freed the slaves in 19, I mean 1863 through the Emancipation Proclamation of Abraham Lincoln, but gave the slaves no land or nothing in reality, and as a matter of fact, to, to get started on. At the same time, America was giving away millions of acres of land in the West and the Midwest, which meant that there was a willingness to give the white peasants from Europe an economic base. And yet it refused to give its black peasants from Africa who came here involuntarily in chains and had worked free for 244 years any kind of economic base. And so emancipation for the Negro was really freedom to hunger. It was freedom uh, to the winds and rains of heaven. It was freedom without food to eat or land to cultivate. And therefore it was freedom and famine at the same time. And when white Americans tell the Negro to lift himself by his own bootstraps, they don't, oh, they don't look over the legacy of slavery and segregation. I believe we ought to do all we can and seek to lift ourselves by our own bootstraps. But uh, it's a cruel jest to say to a bootless man that he ought to lift himself by his own bootstraps. And many Negroes, by the thousands and millions, have been left bootless as a result of all of these years of oppression and as a result of a society that deliberately made his color a stigma and something worthless and degrading. family we are back for another episode of versus mike history um hope everybody is staying safe you know we're pushing through this pandemic it's not over yet so i hope everybody's doing what they need to do to uh you know protect themselves uh there's news of a new variant of covid the omicron variant or as Twitter has dubbed it, the Omarion variant. And, um, you know, it's making his way around. So, you know, get your booster shot if you need to. Or, you know, however you plan to fight that thing, just stay safe. Uh, I hope everybody's doing well, mental health-wise. Uh, there's a lot going on in the world. You know, a lot of things are changing right before our very eyes, and there are a lot of interesting things going on and things that we should be paying attention to in general. And as always, I'm here to just give you guys some tidbits and news bites and some insight on what I'm paying attention to in the world. Um, so without further ado, let's go ahead and get started with the show. So, as always, we got to lead with love. And I just want to give a big shout out to Melissa and Tori on their lovely, lovely wedding and their marriage. Um, I had the privilege of attending their wedding ceremony uh, last week. 
and it was a beautiful gathering a bunch of family there good people great vibes and love in general so shout out to you guys congratulations on your marriage and i wish you guys a fruitful fruitful life together and yep let's go ahead and move on okay let's go ahead and get started with some news and i want to focus on my creators for a bit with this one uh youtube reveals millions of videos get hit with incorrect copyright claims and i'm getting this from the verge over 2.2 million youtube videos were hit with copyright claims that were later overturned between january and june of this year according to a new report published by the company today the copyright transparency report is the first of its kind published by youtube which says it will update biannually going forward the 2.2 million incorrect claims represent less than 1% of more than 729 million total copyright claims issued in the first half of this year, 99% of which originated from Content ID, YouTube's automation tool. When users re- when users disrupted these disputed these claims, excuse me, the case was resolved in favor of the uploader 60% of the time, according to the report. Though mistaken copyright claims are a drop in the bucket on a larger scale, YouTube creators have long complained about how the platform handles claims, saying overly aggressive or unjustified enforcement can lead to lost income. Copyright claims can result in videos being blocked, audio being muted, or ad revenue going back to the back to the rights owner. Oh, that was bad. The new report gives shape to a problem that YouTube itself has acknowledged needs updating. So yeah, um, YouTube pulls a lot of content down based off of, you know, um, a clip of a show being in it or maybe some music or anything like that. Like they they usually look for that when they do their copyright um, claims in terms of the algorithm. But uh, yeah, they've just been getting in the way of a lot of users, it seems. And I don't know why they would rather, you know, get in the way of creators um, who can, you know, well, we know why. It's all money. So it's just an interesting take. All right. Next up from Blavity, I have aspiring neurosurgeons, medical illustrations of black fetus and the womb leaves Twitter in awe. Medical student and aspiring neurosurgeon uh, Chidibere eBay is making use of social media after creating a medical illustration that left people in awe. The medical student said he was inspired to create medical graphics for students of color, deviating away from traditionally white medical textbooks. Textbooks are essentially invincible to medical training. They walk medical trainees through conditions they will encounter during their practice. He said, yet most medical illustrations are on the Caucasian skin. This lack of diversity has important implications for medical trainees and their future patients. Black skin should be equally represented. Um, So I got the opportunity to see these illustrations myself on Twitter. And I've got to say that it's very uh, it's very shocking to see. Uh, It's very shocking to see, first of all, because not only are the illustrations of the babies brown skin, but they're dark skin and um it highlights how uh empty that space was for for illustrations of babies of color you know and black babies in general like it's crazy uh and you know now that we've seen it we can't unsee it and we'll definitely make the push for that to be a more widespread thing uh amongst our culture and society so i think that was an awesome thing 
that he did. Shout out to him. Okay, and I have here that Crypto Conference DeFi Con 2021 to be hosted on December 18th and 19th in Brooklyn, New York. And this from Bitcoin.com, so bear with me. The next crypto conference lighting up the season is DeFi Con 2021, hosted on December 18th through the 19th in Brooklyn, New York. As a nonprofit for conference, DeFi Con steers away from the typical corporate and for-profit conference model. All of DeFi Con's net proceeds will be donated to charity. The event also engages in civic leaders and activists. Featured keynote speakers are Stanley Kulichov, the founder and CEO of Ave, Jazz Gulati, the co-founder of Ren Labs, and Kieran Mosquita, chief scientist of Railgun. Um, yeah, and that's all I read. So, to attend DeFiCon in Brooklyn, you have to purchase an, uh, an NFT, which I have done. And um, I think that this whole space is really awesome, and it's been teaching me a lot. And, you know, going to this event is going to open a new door in my life to learn about finance in a brand new way. And I'm really excited about it. And I'm really excited to share that uh, journey with you guys as well. So I wanted to share that on here. And um, yeah, it's all really cool. All right, let's go ahead and get into a little bit of word of mouth. So I want to start with Versus. Uh, three six mafia versus bone thugs and harmony that was a sight to see um definitely one of the most iconic verses to happen not necessarily because of the music played even though all of the music played was great uh but because of how events transpired uh so this was definitely one of those verses that you didn't want to miss live and I didn't have the opportunity of seeing it live because uh I was asleep <laughs> but yeah man I, I I watched it the next day and um actually woke up to the memes first before I got a, the the opportunity to watch it and I was very disappointed when I saw Busy Bone throwing his water bottle across the stage at Juicy J uh yeah and, you know, watching it, the whole thing in context, I understand why the events transpired the way they did. Um, I still do personally have 3-6 Mafia coming out as the winners of the verses, but both those of Harmony are legends in their own right. And I don't need to praise them for them, for their work to be recognized as iconic as it is. Um, and yeah, it was it was a dope event because... Even though they did uh, fight in the middle of their verses, they quickly came back together and finished their performance and, um, you know, were professional about it at the end of the day because that could have easily just ended the whole event and um, they didn't allow that to happen. And I'm just glad that it happened that way. All right. I'm going to spill my guts right here for a second give you some grievances that I have with myself. Uh, so Art Basel was this past weekend and I was not there and I'm disappointed in myself because I've known about Art Basel for at the very least five years and I have not made it my business to go to Miami. 
Secret, I've never even been to Miami, but that's a whole different conversation. I have not been to Art Basel at all ever. And uh, now that I'm entering this new space, this uh, decentralized finance space, this cryptocurrency, this blockchain space, uh, I think that it's absolutely necessary on top of me going to school for art history, going to college for art history, um, that I immerse myself into this world. And, you know, if you guys have any advice or tips that you want to give me or some feedback, let me know. I'm open to everything. And uh, yeah, uh, Art Basel seems like a very fun time. Miami, vert, Miami plus art, you know, um, what else could you want? <laughs> but yeah, um, that's pretty much it. I don't really know what happened this year because I didn't uh, keep up too close with it. I just know when it happens every year because I'm not there and I'm always saying every year, damn, I wish I was there. And that is it. That is my segment on Art Basel. Time to get into some new music. So we have a great, great, great single from SZA uh, called I Hate You. It's really good. Rick Ross drops off another from his upcoming album. That is called Hang On. I thought I had it right here. Oh, here we go. Little Havana featuring The Dream and Willie Falcone. Uh, there's a lot of new music this week, actually. Uh, Ariana Grande and Kid Cudi, Just Look Up. Nardo Wick, Future, Lil Baby, Me or Some. I love that track. I ran it back a thousand times already. Uh, Tusi and Jacquees, Never Leave. I have not heard that yet. Mercedes, Brent Fires. I'm not a big fan. You know, it's not a bad song. It's not a bad record. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think this one is for me. Uh, Sinister, Corday and Lil Wayne. That actually is the sound selection for this week's podcast. Joanna Lucas and Lil Dirk, Rambo. Mary J featuring uh, DJ Khaled. Amazing. Another uh, another one from Mary J Blige, Good Morning Gorgeous. I haven't heard either of those, actually. Juicy J and Wiz Khalifa got one. Pop That Trunk. Tierra Whack with Stand Up. I have not heard that. I need to listen to that. And About You by Blast. I have not heard that either. There's a lot of new music that I need to catch up on. But yeah, um, that's what's on my radar right now. In terms of new albums, let's see. We have uh, Khalid with Scenic Drive. Polo G with Hall of Fame 2.0. ESTG with Bigger Than Life or Death uh, Part 2. And... Yeah, I mean, that's it on my end. So, yes, that is it for new music. Let's go ahead and get into some TV trailers and movies. So, um, the trailer for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse just dropped, and that looks pretty dope. I'm not going to lie. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, Miles Morales looks older and, you know, Gwen is back to have his back. And I'm really excited to see where this goes. And we get a glimpse of Spider-Man 2099. And these guys are just going through hexagonal portals into different dimensions and timelines and, you know, all that futuristic comic booky crap stuff that I 
Live for. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Spider-Man was my favorite comic book character growing up. So the fact that Spider-Man, I mean, the fact that Marvel is making movies about him and the fact that Sony is making movies about him all at the same time and they got the animated stuff going on with the movie and they got that new show on Disney Plus that I'll show my kids at work. Um, It's a lot. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of Spider-Man content out there for me to consume, and and the games. The games are good too. So yeah. Um, what else is there? Oh, they Sony released a new clip from Morbius that looks pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. It shows Jared Leto's transformation into Morbius. Uh, well, not you know what I'm saying his uh his character's transformation into Morbius, even though the entire transformation wasn't necessarily there you just saw him go from human to man vampire or whatever you would call it it looks cool though looks cool the graphics are really dope and it looks like a nice little thrill to get started with the new year so we'll see how it all ties together with no way home and how it connects to venom and all that good stuff um, what else do we have? We have the first look at Kang, the Conqueror, and Ant Man three. Uh, so I believe there were some crew on the set who have special shirts made, uh, from the Ant Man movie. Um, in the reflection of Ant Man's helmet on the shirt, you see Jonathan Majors. Uh, Kang the Conqueror and he looks sinister um, honestly I'm really looking forward to this movie uh, I'm kind of upset that it's so far away and I'm still not sure how I feel about Ant-Man being or Kang the Conqueror rather being the main villain in this new Ant-Man movie I'm not sure how I feel about it you know but uh, all in all it is what it is we've seen Jonathan Majors already in Loki and um, we'll see him again in Ant-Man 3 and uh, yeah so I'm really excited to see where this all goes what else do we have Uh, we have a Peacemaker trailer so Peacemaker is the uh, Suicide Squad spinoff series that will be premiering on HBO Max uh, it stars John Cena as Peacemaker as he was in the Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad movie uh, earlier this year that released. And um, it looks pretty cool. It looks pretty cool. I'm definitely going to watch it and update you guys on it uh, on the podcast here about it when it comes out. And, um, you know, that wasn't necessarily my favorite character from the film. But he was definitely funny. And John Cena's cool. You know, like he's he's found his his lane in terms of roles, I think. Um, so this one is definitely uh, not necessarily in his wheelhouse, but it's him branching out and doing something that he's capable of, you know, conquering. And I think that's dope. Uh, I also saw that Colin Farrell's Penguin, the one that will be premiering in the Batman movie starring Robert Pattinson that premieres in 2022. He will also be in the Gotham series that will premiere on HBO Max, which is pretty interesting. You know, um, DC 
is going all in on this multiverse thing. They got their mainline DC stuff with uh, J.K. Simmons as Jim Gordon, and they have their the Batman Robert Pattinson. Where um, oh man, I'm blinking on his name right now. But uh, uh, we have a whole different Jim Gordon who is a different race and everything. And uh, you know they're connecting both of these uh, film franchises into series that will also be on HBO Max. And I think that's cool. So, all in all, um, yeah, it all sounds cool. And what what have we here? Um, we also got a Matrix trailer, another trailer for the Matrix. This this, this franchise, man, it's got me in a tight grip because I love the Matrix, man. The first Matrix means a lot to me. It's very dear, near and dear to my heart. Uh, but the second two, not so much. Uh, the second one is still very good. Third one, I struggle with a lot. You know, um, not to say that they aren't all good movies, but in terms of the story that they're trying to tell, it's just kind of a letdown. Uh, and I'm very reluctant with this new one because it looks really good, but I don't want it to be some soft reboot of an IP that some random company is just saying, hey, let's do this thing again. I hope that there's actually some, you know, care that's going into this. It's going up against Spider-Man. It's holiday season. I don't see it, foresee it doing well. Uh, but that doesn't mean it's not going to be a good movie. We shall see, though. So, yeah. All right, last up, I took the time to watch Michael Shea's new stand-up on Netflix. It's called Shame the Devil. And it was funny. It was very, very funny. And I say that in that tone because um, while I do find Michael Shea funny most of the time, I don't really watch SNL anymore, um, but I did watch his, his series on HBO Max that I'm still shocked was uh, greenlit. But um, I don't know. It's it, like I feel like some of the things that he says in the press uh, when he does speak to media are kind of asinine, but that's ne- neither here nor there. Uh, his stand up was really, really funny. Uh, he did a really good job. And uh, the only critique of it that I do have is that uh, it kind of closed weak, but uh, I do think that his jokes were really, really good. Um, I think you guys should check it out. And, you know, it's cool. It's good work. I like it. And I'm going to go ahead and uh, wrap up there. So, as always, in comments, questions, music, and movie suggestions over my way, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at lastnamehistory. And you can follow the podcast on Instagram at versusmikehistory. You can follow me on Twitter at Mike History and the podcast on Twitter at VS Mike History. Subscribe to the members only subscription tier for $5 a month to get exclusive interviews with black entrepreneurs, black creatives, um, and black people in general. People in general. You know, I'm open to expanding that. I'm looking to expanding that in 22, maybe. I don't know. I've been thinking about it a lot. Um, and yeah, 
As always, stay beautiful, black people. This week's sound selection comes from Corday, and it features Lil Wayne, and it is entitled Sinister. Yeah, all right, my flow sinister. This ain't rap music, this straight literature. Small minded nigga, all your ideas miniature. They tend to hate on you when they can't get rid of you. I ain't going nowhere, 20 year career minimum. Call hit boy for beats, ask for 10 of them. I don't follow trends, my nigga, I swing the pendulum. If the bitch bag addiction, I'm gon' give her some. Let's reflect times, I try to collect minds from complex rhymes. And by the way, shut out Tech Nine. Uh. Go and shut the fuck up, just let me talk, nigga I'm a time bomb that's waiting to go off, nigga Quite nuclear, amazing what fame could do to ya Too peculiar, although I'm truly a renaissance starter My mind divine, this should take me a lot farther Growing up, should I really have beef with my father? But why bother explaining my feelings? Try harder, but either way, they gon' paint you the villain Eight months with no phone, dog. we aiming for brilliance High level maintaining the building, nigga, we making a killing Alright, my flow sinister This ain't rap music, this straight literature Small-minded nigga, all your ideas miniature They tend to hate on you when they can't get rid of you A wise man told me that silence never betrayed him Keep your mouth shut, cause niggas got ultimatums Stupid situations, the tongue often creates them The motor mouth nigga is usually causing mayhem Little tune, flow sinister, I'ma finish him Many men gon' need ministers, I ain't men in them Enemies, I'm the enema, I'ma shit on them Just like my keys, drop my genitals On a dental work, my thoughts I keep confidential It's consequential, philosophies unidentical I'm not into ya, my Siamese brother Benjamin That's how I stick to him, these diamond bees all BBs I call them Vivica, skating underneath a bridge Stay hustling as it is, make money, feed the kids Ain't nothing in the fridge, wake up, repeat the sins Eight blunts, I need a ten, stay muddy to the lid Eight hundred, eat a yeah, alright, my flow sinister yeah. This ain't rap music, this straight literature Small-minded nigga, all your ideas miniature yeah. They tend to hate on you when they can't get rid of you I ain't going nowhere, 20-year career minimum Call hit boy for beats, ask for 10 of them I don't follow trends, my nigga, I swing the pendulum If the bitch bag addiction, I'm gon' give her some Yeah, alright, my flow sinister Yeah, alright, my flow sinister yeah, alright, my flow sinister Never lied in my rhymes, you can go ask Jennifer That's my mom's name, I create and find change My mind frame ensures that forever I reign Motherfucker